0: I think that having a formal process in general and and having it more streamlined is going to help uh, the investor base, uh, certainly. I feel like uh, there are some best practices that um, also support that as well. So when I tell people, you know, when you're looking at adopting any kind of technology, whether it's a budgeting app or uh, investor portal, uh, sponsor portal as well, you're, you're actually onboarding methodologies. So be very careful and understand, you know, how these solutions operate and make sure it's aligned with how you operate your business.
1: What's going on, guys? This is the Passive Wealth Strategy Show. This is the show that will help you escape the Wall Street Casino and build wealth on Main Street by investing in real estate. Today our guest is TJ Lockbaj, and today we're talking about both of his businesses, Syndication Pro and Hold Folio. A lot of our discussion is around how Syndication Pro has pushed the technology that is applied to real estate syndication forward, including cybersecurity, in my opinion. The cybersecurity in the real estate syndication space was seriously lacking when I first got started and years ago, and and prior to that, there were just not that many options out there, and Syndication Pro was really at the forefront pushing that technology forward, and now there are a number of platforms available like theirs, we talk about all that today, what that kind of change meant for investors, and also where the technology is headed. They're continuing to push the technology for real estate syndication forward. So those are the things we discussed today with TJ. Appreciate him joining us and I appreciate you tuning in. If you're an Apple Podcast user and you haven't done so yet and you enjoy the show, please take a quick second, leave us a rating review on Apple Podcast. I appreciate that so much. That helps other people learn about the show because that helps us rank higher in the Apple Podcast ecosystem. I'm always honest with you guys. It helps me feel good. That gives me the warm and fuzzies because I get to see that you are engaging with the content and you're escaping the Wall Street Casino along with us. That's what it's all about. The show is all about you helping you build your toolbox and achieve your passive wealth goals. No matter what podcast app you use, if you haven't done so yet, look up that Passive Wealth Strategy Show. Hit the subscribe button. That way you'll get every new episode straight to your mobile device. Every Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday, I'm your host Taylor Lote. I'm a real estate investor, real estate syndicator. I buy real estate with passive investors and split the return. Appreciate you tuning in today. Without any further ado, here we go with TJ Lockbaj. TJ, thank you for joining us today.
0: Thanks so much, Taylor. Thanks uh, for having me here. I'm really excited uh, to join.
1: It's been great talking with you. Uh, for our listeners out there who don't know about you and your business, can you give us a quick intro and then we'll dive into it?
0: Absolutely. So um, my name is TJ Lockbosch. I'm one of the managing partners at the firm Holdfolio. We're actually a premier crowdfunding uh, platform helping uh, bring uh, amazing partnerships uh, to uh, limited partners uh, and investors to participate in our multifamily projects. We've been around since 2014. Uh, my partner Jacob and I uh, started uh, actually in single family, and uh, you know uh, pivoted and and started doing uh, multifamily uh, back in 2018. And now that's our primary bread and butter is is uh, focusing on uh, bringing institutional level deal flows to uh, to limited partners who are who are looking to diversify and get exposure into real estate.
1: Great, and you know one of the things I think is really interesting about, or or uh, folks may not know, is. So some of the other uh, business or the genesis that's that was kind of involved here uh, with uh, Syndication Pro. Can you tell us a bit about that too, and kind of how that all kind of came together and shook shook this all out?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So Syndication Pro is our software company, and this is an important piece to kind of highlight. Um, you know what really uh, powers Holdfolio. So uh, back in you know when we started we uh, started raising capital online after the JOBS Act. Um, and, uh, you know, our focus was, hey, this, this is going to revolutionize, uh, you know, the, the landscape and give opportunities and really democratize, um, you know, private deals to, to investors, both accredited and non-accredited. So when we developed um, our business, Hold folio, our focus was to raise capital online, so that we could, uh, fund our deals and create these, uh, amazing partnerships, uh, across the nation. So we were, we were hitting the ground running and started raising a lot of capital online with, uh, different investors. And it got to a point where a lot of the peers in our industry were coming to us and saying like, Hey, how are you, uh, specifically my partner, Jacob, how are you raising this much capital online? And, uh, what, what, what The story behind that is we invested a lot of money and a lot of time to develop uh, our systems and processes within Holdfolio, and uh, we would never recommend someone just doing that on their own after experiencing it. Uh, we're glad we did uh, because it was uh, uncharted territory, right? Um, especially for um, operating sponsors, um, real estate sponsors. So what we had decided back in 2016 was we regrouped and and kind of took the feedback, looked at what was out there in the marketplace, and then decided this is something that's needed. We need to push our industry forward, especially with the small business to um, mid-market sponsors or fund managers. (laughs) And uh, that was validated uh, after talking, uh, you know, developing our system to uh, be sold in the commercial market. And now we have over 500 uh, firms utilizing syndication Pro our platform, which is something that we also, so the original technology that came from Holdfolio, once we uh, took it to market as a SaaS product, a software as a service, we realized after a a short period of time that our product that we're commercial uh, selling in the commercial market was developing so much fast, you know, faster and was better than our original technology. We decided to deprecate that, and now we are subscribers to our own software. So this is truly proprietary, um, and uh, I find that a lot of our investors at Holdfolio and investors from hundreds of other firms absolutely love it. In fact, utilizing adopting technology is becoming a gold. It's becoming a standard. We have uh, folks that will not invest in a sponsor if they don't have a portal, uh, because as, as you know, there's a lot of things that come with that, mitigating risks with security, cybersecurity. security. Um, also, on the investor end, they us as long as, as well as other um, players in this field, we've really made it. Um, we've really disrupted this technology and made it more accessible and affordable. That it has become a standard and. Uh, we're really excited to have uh, been a pioneer in that space as well. So that's a little bit on the software side, which I urge, whether you're working with us or any other software portal, please do your investors a favor and get a portal. It will save you a lot of headache. It will really uh, you know, build up your brand and help with your investors. And so just get a portal. It's affordable now. Um, and it's just becoming a standard for investors and what they expect. So
1: well I think that's very important. I mean uh, back when I got started and and I wouldn't say I have as, as much experience in this space as you do but kind of when I got started these the port- portals weren't really available outside of probably what is available to like institutional clients that have an enormous amount of funds to to invest in a portal whereas kind of these smaller partnerships, you know, syndicators doing deals we're kind of doing it all by Email and scan documents, and maybe DocuSign, maybe DocuSign. But now the the marketplace has really shifted, and it's great. And, and you guys were really the, the the forefront of that. You were the first product that was available. So I mean, that's that's fantastic.
0: Yeah, and it's been an interesting thing to see our real real estate, especially real estate technology, is interesting within our market because uh, I feel like the real estate uh, investment space in, as a whole has been very slow to adopting technology. And I think that it, it comes with, uh, you know, a lot of the, you know, uh, the sponsors or, or these firms, uh, they, they're, they're, it's kind of a family kind of owned operation where, You've got dad and grandpa who's who's done real estate and then they maybe hand off their business and portfolio to their children to operate. And now we have a lot of millennials and, and younger folks like ourselves who are very, very comfortable with technology. And so timing has been um, a really uh, key factor for this new wave of, of uh, transformation with digital technology. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of really, really exciting technology that it, we're looking at very closely that we feel is going to really disrupt, you know, our industry even further. But uh, the, the the good thing is that, you know, folks are now able to have more accessible um, solutions. You know, before, you know, us and other players came in and, and served the market, there was just only a handful that we're very expensive, very tailored to the institutional investors. But folks who are just getting started as a you know syndicator um, or raising a small fund, they they they're able to do so with uh, very low cost as far as uh, you know uh, what has historically been available. So we're we're excited to add that value to the industry, and and uh, yeah, we're we're doing a lot of other really uh, really amazing things to continue to add value and help our industry adopt digital transformation. Just last month, we launched a new service called Sponsor Docs. It's in partnership with one of the top top PPM attorneys. His name is Mark Roderick. Um, your listeners can find this. It's called sponsordocs.io. But what we've essentially done is standardized um, a form and uh, standardized a lot of these documents. Where sponsors are able to get their, um, all their legal documents in less than two business days for $2,500. Wow. And uh, we've served a ton of firms already in the last two months and have been getting a lot of feedback. And if you need customizations, you can, can, you can have access to the top attorney who is in partnership with us for still a fraction of the cost, or you can utilize your attorney to do any of these customizations. But the whole point that I'm trying to make is, Technology is doing wonders for our industry and serving both uh, uh, sponsors and investors, and so uh, it's exciting times, man! Exciting times.
1: Well, that's good, and you know one of the biggest um, uh, complaints, if you will, that I hear from a lot of passive investors out there who see a deal, but by the time they've read through the PPM and everything, it's over 100 pages. If it's a good deal, it might be oversubscribed, and shoot, they missed it just because they were trying to do their own due diligence on the legal documents. Do you think that having a more formalized, I hate to say standardized, but a, a more and maybe formulaic to the legal uh, pr- approach to the legal documentation might be beneficial to passive investors who can see a set that they might recognize and say, okay, I know what's in here.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think that having a formal process in general and, and having it more streamlined is going to help uh the investor base, uh, certainly. I feel like uh there are some best practices that um, also support that as well. So when I tell people, you know, when you're looking at adopting any kind of technology, whether it's a budgeting app or uh, investor portal, uh, sponsor portal as well, you're you're actually onboarding methodologies. So be very careful and understand, you know, how these solutions operate and make sure it's aligned with how you operate your business. So one uh, way that we've aligned methodologies to technology is you know, uh, taking something as simple as taking soft reservations, right. Um, and really streamlining that. So, you know, when a lot of investors that are interested in deals, you know, you're, you should be able in, in our platform, we allow folks to take soft reservations. And, uh, we, we have this process where we're able to see who's serious and, you know, who's, uh, who's looking to make an investment in your next deal, whether it's 30 or 60 days, there should be a way for you to operationalize that. And we've done that with technology. And uh, that really has solved a lot of the problems with fe- people feeling like they've missed out on deals. Um, you know, maybe having a, a closer look at the deals or having priority emails as they make these soft reservations. And so that's one, one way that I would say uh, technology has helped with, uh, with uh, creating that process for investors to, to place funds with you. Uh, Those who are interested. So, uh, but yeah, absolutely. To your point, um, having, you know, automated e-sign, having these documents built for e-sign is what we've done as well. And that, that just makes the process of due diligence a lot simpler for investors. So, um, so yeah, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right.
1: Well, I'm, I always love hearing that. So that's you're never gonna <laughs> get me on your bad side, Santa. So I think one of the things that's really important that I, I want to make sure we don't um, gloss over, if you will, you mentioned a little bit earlier, is security and cybersecurity. And I want to make sure we talk about some of the risks of having inadequate cybersecurity and and how a platform like this can can help mitigate some of those concerns. Nothing's perfect, of course. So you can always, you know, get social engineered and hacked and all that stuff. But the email method that was previously used is infinitely less secure than an actual portal. So you can tell us about, can you tell us about some of the risks around the, the email method and how portals uh, mitigate that?
0: Absolutely. So um, for our portal uh, and any portal, you know, I'm I'm not here to just advertise our portal. I, I really do believe that it's important for any sponsor to have a portal um, and one that's SEC compliant. What I mean by that is, you know, follow a lot of guidelines. Um, for example, our portal, we enable folks to do a, a two-way email sync where you're able to tie in uh, all the communications, whether you're using Outlook, Active Campaign, Gmail, we want to be able to track all the email correspondence in one portal. So we have that two-way email sync capability within uh, Syndication Pro. And uh, you know, as long as you're sending an email with, uh, with the tag or email um, tag that's on file, you should be able to aggregate all of the email correspondence in one place. That's what FINRA wants us to do. Um, also, um, yeah, there's a lot of different... Uh, important things that people don't really take into account. Uh, uh, Let me just say this. A lot of the reasons why folks have a whole folio has gained so much traction is because in the early days we had a portal um, and most people didn't. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, that kind of speaks volumes. And and even to this day, we have folks that are, you know, managing 50 to hundred million in equity under management, and they still don't have technology. They're sending, uh, Dropbox and uh, a Google Slides. And, you know, first of all, this is a headache for investors. Uh, investors, they don't want to have multiple touch points to do due diligence or, you know, then to go to a DocuSign. And all of these things should really all be in one place. And that's become the standard and it's affordable. So there's really no reason uh, for us to, you know, not have that and be so archaic, right? But um, yeah, like a, a few other important things in regards to security is just like two two-factor authentication. If you do have that for your investors, it's important for them to ensure that that's secure. And then we're a we're a cloud-based product as well. We're not a server-based or um, you know a, you know a software where you, you you have a disk or anything like that. It's it's all in the cloud. Uh we we operate with AWS, which is the largest uh um cloud platform provider. And so uh yeah, security is extremely important. And then having all of your documents for your investors stored in one central location is extremely important as well. So I, I can talk all day on security, but bottom line, do your investors a favor. And investors, you know, it's come to the point where this is this is an important piece when uh evaluating folks to invest with is you know, what is, how does, how do they utilize technology and how do they take into account security, uh, which is, uh, something that some folks do miss, uh, you know, for them, it's it, historically, it's all been about relationships and the deal, but, uh, you know, we're going into a, a playing field where this piece is also very, very critical because as you know, we're in a digital, digital world. So, um, so yeah, it's just, uh, and, uh, something that we could talk about all day, but very important.
1: Well, for the the passive investors out there, definitely have that expectation and know that those options are out there for syndicators to provide. And it's something that, you know, people have lost enormous sums of money over lack of cybersecurity uh, in this space, folks you might have heard of that, you know, are out there and, and it's unfortunate when it happens and it can be avoided. Right now, we're going to take a quick break for our sponsor. slash ground floor, or click the link in the show notes. Back to the show. TJ, I've got three questions. I ask every guest on the show. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right. Great. First one. What is the best investment you ever made other than in your education?
0: I can just answer that right off the bat, Taylor. The best investment I've ever made other than my education is spirituality. Investing my spirituality was super key. Um, finding God in my life was, uh, extremely important. Um, I'm a member member of, uh, the church of Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints. That's my faith. I always just share with folks to find their way. Um, but yeah, before my journey and even before entrepreneurship, I grew up in a really, really, um, tough, uh, household where first, you know, my family, we just, we moved all moved to America in 1995. We didn't speak English. Um, my mom was working three jobs most of the my entire life. Or when I remembered, eight people in a, in a, an apartment until I was until I moved out of the house. And uh, you know, our apartment was never over a thousand square feet. You know, so uh, lived a really poor um, childhood, but um, was grateful for the lessons that I learned there. Um, I you know I, I I we we experienced a lot in our family where my dad you know essentially left. Uh, he had some addictions and drug addictions. And uh, my mom, At, at a, there was a point where we were literally homeless for a few months. We, when my dad left, we didn't know how we were going to pay rent as well. Um, and it was kind of like a turning point with me uh, uh, when I was uh, a freshman or a sophomore in high school. I, I actually dropped out of high school as well. Um, there was a lot going on in my life. And looking back, man, what was broken about me was my mindset and knowing who I was. And when I found, you know, spirituality and invested in that and my relationship there, it it turned my life around. I I had a sense of purpose and meaning in my life. And, uh, you know, that can all uh, boil down to, you know, mindset and how, what that transformed within, within my mind and my spirit. So I would say, aside from books and mentors my greatest investment was spirituality. I can say that without a doubt.
1: Well, I can certainly see why and, and why that would have uh, power for you, power for you and your life, and, and so much meaning. Uh, we had the best investment. Now we go to the other side of that coin, the worst investment. What is the worst investment you ever made?
0: The worst investment I ever made was in a business, in my first business. Um, this was, I, I don't even count it as a business because it was a one day stint. Um, I, I decided to watch a YouTube video. And watched something about uh, refinishing wood. And I thought, wow, this is so easy. I could just go rent a a, a, a buffer, a, wood sand- or a sander, and I could do this. First of all, I wasn't licensed. So I could have easily been sued <laughs> if I messed up the floor. But my first job, I actually did screw up. And uh, I actually had to hire someone to come and fix it up for me. So I was in the hole about almost $2,000 on that first day. And I stopped that uh, venture real quick, but it was by far the worst investment I've ever made.
1: Nice. My favorite question here at the end of the show is what is the most important lesson you've learned in business and investing?
0: Yeah. So business investing, it's a people's game. Um, A lot of the times, you know, when you're starting with in business, I always recommend that people find mentors who have already done what it is that they're trying to accomplish and a big mistake that a lot of people do is they go and talk to their mom or their dad or their brother, cousin, their uncle, who's never, who've never started a business. If someone's trying to be a millionaire, you don't talk to someone who's not a millionaire, you know? And so that's, that's very, very true, true there. Mm -hmm. And so uh, what you're looking for is someone who's already accomplished what it is that you're trying to do. And you're trying to develop a relationship with them where you're able to take their systems, their processes, even their network. So when I first started in real estate, um, you know, my first deal was a fourplex, which I house hacked and I didn't even know what that was. And most people don't, cause they certainly don't teach you this in school, but mm-hmm. I, I had to find someone who's done it. And I, I did exactly what they told me. And I was able to accomplish that first deal. The next deal after that was 30 units. The next deal after that was 200. and so, <laughs> Along the way, I'm finding people who are doing things that have already done, that I'm trying to do, who've already done things that I'm trying to do. So that is my secret sauce with, uh, with business and investing is find a mentor. And then once you start um, you know, starting your own business, it comes, all, it comes back down to people is finding the right people to hire and, and bring into
1: your business. So it's all about people and, and find a mentor would be my greatest advice. Awesome. Well, TJ, thank you so much for joining us today, bringing us a number of lessons from your experiences in both of your businesses. If folks want to reach out, they want to learn about either one of the businesses uh, that you started, Syndication Pro or Holdfolio or anything else, where can they track you down?
0: Uh, you can track me down uh, for Holdfolio. It's tj at holdfolio.com. That's my direct email. Uh, you can also look at our, biz, our company, our platform at holdfolio.com. Uh, and on the, on the portal side with Syndication Pro, if you are a real estate sponsor or someone who's raising capital and need a, uh, a, a strong portal for you and your investors, you can find me at tj at syndicationpro.com or my uh, social media, uh, you know, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you can also uh, reach out to us at um, uh, syndicationpro.com.
1: Great. Well, thank you once again for joining us today to everybody out there. Thank you for tuning in. If you know anyone who could use a little bit more passive wealth in their lives, please share the show with them and bring them in the tribe. If you're an Apple Podcast user and you haven't done so yet, please take a quick second, leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. I appreciate that so much. That helps other people learn about the show. That helps us rank higher in the Apple Podcast ecosystem. I'm always honest with you guys. That also helps me feel good because I get to see that you're learning these lessons and you're escaping the Wall Street casino along with us. This show is all about you. It's all about helping you do that. And that is just the number one way that you can communicate back to me that you're getting the message. We love that so much. Thank you for tuning in once again. I hope you have a great rest of your day and we'll talk to you on the next one. Bye-bye.